Welcome to Comically Comics, your one-stop listen to all things comics. We're talking books, movies, TV shows, video games, and more. I must forewarn you, though, we are a spoiler cast, and what that means is we consider all properties, past, future, and present to be valid, and we will spoil the hell out of them. I'm your host, Michael, along with my two co-hosts, Richard and Jeremy, and with all that being said, let's get started. All right, it is Sunday, October 2nd. We've got She-Hulk episode shaking our head, no? Jeremy's cup. For our for our listeners, <laughs> he as soon as we started the episode, he starts drinking from a Captain Marvel cup. <laughs> that's that's hilarious. <laughs> I never would have noticed it either. Really? Oh uh, no, I know. I kind of wore the wrong shirt. I guess so that kind of blends in a little bit there, but yeah. I just wasn't paying attention to it. I'm like, my setup has just got me all kinds of off. And I just, I noticed the motion of Richard's head and I looked down and I was like, oh, what did I say that was wrong? And then (laughs) then I looked over at Jeremy and I saw it. Yeah, like he like purposely put it directly in frame. (laughs) He was just like, that's great. (laughs) I think that's hilarious. Yeah. I figured I'd try and just throw off the groove of the, the intro there. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it worked. And here we are. Yep. <laughs> All right. We got, what is this, episode six? Seven. Seven. Seven of She-Hulk. I don't know the name of it. Y'all know the name of it? The, the Retreat. Retreat. I didn't do my homework. Oh, yeah. All right. So we got that review. Um, We've got a ton of news that has broke out this week and just rumors and fun shit. So... I just wanted to mention real quick, and I don't think we really got to get into it or anything like that, but I did find where they released the names of Amelia, no, no, not Amelia Clark. I'm sorry, Olivia Coleman's character, and is it Ben? It's Kingsley Benadir. Yes, yes, thank you. Not not to be confused with Ben Kingsley, because honestly, a lot of people were like, Ben Kingsley's in this? <laughs> and it's like, no, no. <laughs> yes. Kingsley Benadir. Yes. Okay. That. Yeah. It had me messed up too. So his character's name is going to be Gravik. It's a brand new character that I know of. That everybody else is talking like it's it may be an amalgam of some other scrolls or something like that. But that name has been released now, and so that's out there. the The fascinating part is Olivia Coleman's character. She is going to be Special Agent Sonia Falseworth, and. The key there is the last name Falseworth because that has ties to Union Jack. So, and also it could be maybe hinting at her being Spitfire, which is another character that came out in the the Invader series. So, anyways, just that has come up. So we may have talked about it before, but Union Jack remind me about him. Like, why is that important? He's a superhero that came out in like I don't know. 70s, maybe 80s or something like that. There's different iterations of him as well, but I guess he's kind of like a... Is he kind of like a Captain America, uh, Richard? Or do you know much um, about him? Because I don't know much about him, honestly. I don't know much about him. I I always thought he was just like a super spy, like like a, okay. a, a Natasha Romanoff. Um, I could, could be completely wrong there. I didn't think he had like superpowers. I always thought he had... I'm looking him up right now. It just says abilities... Union Jack is uh, a superb athlete, excellent hand-to-hand combat, expert marksman, uh, extensive knowledge of various firearms, explosives, and knowledge of anti-terrorist tactics. 
Nice. So badass. So what is there something else that he kind of brings in with that connection as well, or is it Union Jack was featured in the Helen Commandos? Well, the, his his real name is used. They don't call him like, "Hey, Union Jack." And the Helen Commandos is featured in the first Avenger with uh, that group that works with Captain America to take down Hydra and all that. If you remember during the like montage, uh, yeah. one of those characters is technically Union Jack because he shares the last name. I, I think it's Montgomery Fonsworth or not Fonsworth, Faltsworth. Okay. <laughs> Fonsworth is from uh, Futurama. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe I'm thinking of Captain Britain is what I'm thinking. Yeah. Now those are two different, those are two different completely yeah. like unrelated characters. Yeah. Though they share the affinity for uh, England. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. So anyways, I just, I saw that. I wanted to get that out there. Let everybody know that those two characters have names now because before you didn't even see them in the uh, closed caption. Amelia Clark's character is still being concealed. So we'll find out eventually though on her. So <laughs> I don't think this will take us long either. Harrison Ford. Everybody, the rumor is, is that Harrison Ford is going to take up the mantle of Thunderbolt Ross. Really? What do y'all think about this? Cool. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Well, like, just hear me out. I guarantee you Harrison Ford was like, you mean you're going to pay me to be dicks to people on screen? I just do that for free. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. I love Harrison Ford. But like, when you see like man on the street footage of him, he's a very grumpy old man now at this point. <laughs> so, like, um, part of me is okay with this. Part of me is like, why not go get Sam Elliott? Because he played Thunderbolt Ross in the Ang Lee Hulk movie. And Sam Elliott, honestly, I think was a better version. Not to speak ill of the dead, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm cool with this. Right now it's a rumor, but I'm cool with it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd have to agree. I Obviously, I don't have much connection to Thunderbolt Ross or know too much about him, but i I like Harrison Ford. I think it, either to, either one of those two that Richard said is either Sam Elliott or Harrison Ford would be a, a win to me just because, uh, I mean, from like, like what, what he was saying to being a, a grumpy old man and like Harrison Ford's like gravelly, not like grumpy voice and everything. I think that'd be fits right in. I mean, like the only reason to bring him in would be to get Red Hulk, would it not? Yeah, or they just need, because the team is called the Thunderbolts, they need to have Thunderbolt Ross there to give orders, maybe, but I don't know. Like, this is rumors. This isn't confirmed yet, so I right. would take this with a grain of salt. Because, like, to get Harrison Ford into one of these MCU movies is going to be like, here's a truckload of money, and you're only in this one movie. Like, you will never have to show your face in these movies ever again, because... He just wants to fly and inevitably crash his planes. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Like, go ahead and just go Robert Maverick. Like, he was the second Red Hulk. If that's what you need or whatever, then just go that route. I mean, you can have, like, you could sit there and do the team as a tribute to Thunderbolt Ross. And that, that's when they get their name. Is the, well, we're the yeah. Thunderbolts. We're, you know. Uh, almost make him like Colson. You know what I mean? Like they, they weren't called the Avengers because of Colson, but like that's what inspired the team. So 
But yeah, yeah I, I I don't know. I'm not a fan. I don't like it. I think it would be cool to see a Red Hulk with like features of Harrison Ford, but that's pretty much the extent of it. Like I just I don't want to see Harrison Ford with a mustache. Like I don't want to see that at all. <laughs> Leave me alone. I just want to fly my plane. People go up to him and ask him about Star Wars, and he he just hulks out and smashes them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, from one bad thing, in my opinion, anyways, to something else that sounds just, like, horrendous. There's all kinds of bad rumors coming out of the Blade movie. Like, everything from the possible plot, the lack of action scenes in a Blade movie, which should just be chock full of action scenes, and, and killing of any kind of monster, really. To new writers, new directors, Mahershal supposedly like handing the mantle over to a 14 year old. I don't know. Like this, this sounds like a complete shit show going on. What do y'all think? Uh, I'd have to agree on that. Like I haven't, obviously, I haven't read too much into the, to the rumors and everything, but yeah, it just seems like they can't get a handle on anything and nothing ever good comes from. That so many, so many changes and so many unknowns. It's just trying to, trying to catch what you can and throw it all together. And it just never ends good. And like, there's a bunch of stuff that was going on during Black Panther 2, but like, at least Ryan Coogler was like always there. Letitia Wright was, for the most part, there. Like, the cast was always there. So it was just COVID threw them off pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, this, uh, they they have like the director has parted ways. This happened with Ant Man and the Wasp. It happened with Multiverse of Madness. I was trying to pull up. It's recently been I think confirmed that they're getting a new person to scrap the script and start from scratch. Yep. Oh geez, uh, I can't find his name. Um, which, that's fine. Like because I like the idea of one of the rumors about the script was it was going to take place like in the 1920s and then the movie would slowly lead up like decade by decade to 2020 because in the MCU, I think they're in the year 2025 at this point. Yeah. And that sounds cool. I like that idea, seeing Blade throughout the different decades. Yeah. But to have like, the rumor was that it only had like two action sequences in the entire movie that's ridiculous like why in god's name would that in a blade movie why would that be a thing um yeah i don't like the idea of him passing the torch on like in the first movie that makes no sense at all like we get mahershala ali as blade but once again these are rumors i don't know if it's true if it is that's dumb just plain and simple that's dumb why would you why would you why would you bring Mahershala Ali, who did such an amazing job as uh, Cottonmouth in the uh, the the Luke Cage series? Um, he's been in some other things that I can't think of. I should have wrote them down. I apologize, but he's great. He's a great actor, and for I want to see his take on Blade. And if it's so, yes. if it's really good, I would like to see more of him. Yes. <laughs> so why pass him off already? That's dumb. But yeah, like I said, rumors, we don't know. That was my biggest beef of like hearing all of this. Like one of the things was rumored out that the the script was 90 pages long, which is the equivalent of like a minute per page, which was like an hour and a half. And they're like, that's not a long enough movie. And in my head, I'm thinking like, if it's a good movie, it's fine if it's quick. 
honestly. Like, yeah. it doesn't have to be a two-hour movie for me to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. For me, well, I mean, anyways. I mean, growing up, I mean, most, most of the movies were an hour and a half. It's just now, right. yeah. here recently, everything's minutes. like two, two and a half hours. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, I think it just came out that Black Panther is going to be like, Close to three hours, like like what? damn close to three hours. Yeah, yeah. Holy cow! I've heard the saying that it's going to be the longest MCU movie to the day to this day. Holy man, that's crazy. Yeah, which makes you wonder, well, like, why would they do that with Black Panther, but not like Doctor Strange and yeah. stuff? Like, because there's yeah. a bunch that was cut of Doctor Strange, which I understand they were kind of changing the story too, but still, yeah. Well, yeah. as long as I give that time to Captain Marvel, I'll be all right. <laughs> all right just, uh, our listeners, go to our YouTube channel to see this cup. <laughs> this cup is ridiculous. I, uh... <laughs> yeah, the biggest thing to me was like, <laughs> you, like you said, just everything you said verbatim, you got Mahershala Ali. And you're going to pass the torch, possibly, in Rumor Mill, in the first movie. Like, I'm yeah. not opposed to passing the torch to the daughter named Bloodline it, it, later on. Especially if Mahershala Ali is just, like, if he just does he does a trilogy, he knocks it out, and he goes out on top. Yeah. Okay. I completely understand it. That's fine. Because I want to see more Blade. I want to see more iterations of Blade. But one movie, and if it's a, like, just everything that you wanted and then it's a <laughs> torch pass at the end no yeah. fuck you i want more <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, it's the equivalent if they made iron man the first iron man and at the end of iron man uh he passes the torch to riri williams like here you go riri here it is like it, it just would make no sense to do that yeah or or black panther you know, we're yeah. in that circumstance now that's unfortunate. Like, it had to happen the way that it's happening. But, like, right. people would much rather see more Chadwick as Black Panther than Letitia Wright as Black Panther. Like, if that's who it is, and I'm pretty positive it is, but that, I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm glad we're on the same page of that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's something else that I don't know if we'll be divisive about or not. But it was also brought out that Armor Wars, instead of being a TV show, will be a movie. Like, my stance is more of kind of like what Richard said before. Give them whatever they need. If they need a movie to tell a good story, give them a movie to tell a good story. If they need 13 episodes to tell a good story, have it be 13 episodes. That's fine, too. I don't know that this is going to affect anything else. I'd kind of now want to go back and, like, see the dates and see if that's, like, how something's going to change or if it's going to keep the same date yeah but yeah that's I, I don't know that's probably exactly what's going to happen I think this shakeup with Blade has shifted things around because literally three weeks ago three freaking weeks ago they were like here's we, we, we haven't mentioned anything about Armor Wars here's Armor Wars and it's going to be a TV series and then <laughs> cut to three weeks later and it's like actually change our mind it's going to be a movie <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm fine with this. A lot of people like on YouTube, on Reddit and stuff complain about the Disney Marvel series that some of them feel like a six hour movie just chopped up into little segments. Yeah. So go ahead and make Armor Wars. Also, with Jeremy's uh, thing last uh, couple of episodes ago, I forget when it was, that Robert Downey Jr. was being brought back to do a voiceover 
maybe we will get Robert Downey Jr. returning in a flashback sequence or a possible like hologram scene. AI, yes. That'd be cool. Yeah. Well, one thing I wonder about too is like if maybe they're swapping to the movie because because the series haven't been doing that well. I mean, I don't in in their hopes that like I mean, it doesn't seem like I haven't looked at all the numbers, but it doesn't seem like the series obviously will are doing as well as a movie. So I wonder if that kind of has a has a play in it as well. I wonder kind of going off of what you're saying, Jeremy, which actually made me think of this. I wonder if it's because of CGI. I wonder if it's like a money CGI kind of thing, because like when you sit there and you watch kind of more of the newer iron, like anytime Tony or war machine for that matter, were in suits, like they were like green screen. Like they didn't have like the suits were put on them. They were CGI suits. And so I wonder if that's what it is because it's armor wars for God's sakes. Like this is going to be, this should be a ton of armor going around everywhere. Yeah, uh, and new iterations of it. So I wonder if that's part of it. Yeah, and you can't have like Shrek RoboCop going on like, <laughs> in the movie. Shrek RoboCop. <laughs> Shrobocop. Uh, yeah. Um, I think you're all sort of right. Like, I'm wondering if it's um they can give it a bigger budget, and if especially if they got Robert Downey Jr. because that's going to cost like half the budget. Um, <laughs> they can add better effects. In other words, they can take their time yeah. to actually make this look good for a movie. Because for some reason, even though like Disney Plus has thrown like tons of money out to these series, they still like, for some reason, I don't know, are rushed. I, I, I don't know. It's all that like Disney not giving their VFX people enough time. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I think, I think y'all all could be onto something about it, you know, the 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 series haven't done all that great when I think a lot of people didn't like What If and then everything after What If, which I think was uh, Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, and then She-Hulk. A lot of people have been kind of like it left a sour taste in their mouth. So we went out to lunch with some folks the other day and their son is, he's, he's older, he's an 18-year-old. And uh, he was asking me if I'd seen Moon Knight yet. And so I'm like, of course I've seen it. And so we got to talking and stuff like that. And he was like, you know, he, I think he was like, uh, which one did he said? He I think he said Moon Knight was his favorite so far. Maybe it was Loki. I'm not sure. I can't Moon remember Knight, which really? one. <laughs> I can't remember which one he was saying. Well, he's not like in depth into the comic book lore though either. Right. Not that I necessarily am either, but like for me, it was, you know, the whole him being immortal essentially when he has a suit on. Yeah. That, that I was like, okay, I'm done. Um, but I said, and I remember, I was like, it kind of shocked me a little bit. I was like, no, WandaVision's still my favorite. And I'm like, that was the first one that came out, and that's still my favorite after a good ha- two handfuls of, of TV shows that have come out. Like, WandaVision yeah. is still my favorite. And honestly, it's probably WandaVision, Loki, and then What If. Like, those are my top three. Yeah. So, and- I mean, I'd have to, I'd have to agree on that because like that kind of surprises me that what you said, Richard, about not many people liking what if. Because I thought I, I really enjoyed that that series and thought it was it was yeah. a lot of fun. So yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. People, people are weird <laughs> a lot of the time. Like, I, <laughs> and I like, I, I'm not saying any of those series are like flawless and they shouldn't be, you know, critiqued. Yeah. Absolutely, they had a lot of flaws. 
on the whole, Miss Marvel was pretty good. Ooh, you know what? Go back and listen to our episodes, people. Yeah. They're, they're, <laughs> yeah. We go to in-depth on every episode, and then we usually give it at the end of the series what we overall thought. Yes. But, um, yeah, I, I love uh, Loki. I love um, uh, WandaVision. I liked What If. I liked, uh, to me, honestly, I liked uh, Hawkeye. I thought Hawkeye was fun. Yeah. Um, I did too. But anyway. I, my point was, is just I'm surprised that nothing else is like taking the throne for me. Yeah. As far as like my favorites. I was really hoping Moon Knight. And I think we all were kind of hoping Moon yeah. Knight would do something incredible. But like, yeah, like nothing else is like just taking it for me and just been like, this is an awesome show. Like I'm loving this. So, which is kind of sad. Yeah. All right. So I think we're, I think I'm going to be the odd man out on this one. Honestly, I really do. Uh, this is, this is the news that everybody's talking about. Um, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman have made a trailer essentially announcing that Hugh Jackman is coming back to portray Wolverine. What are y'all's thoughts on this? Jeremy? I mean, I think it's pretty cool. I I liked Hugh Jackman as as Wolverine. I don't know how they're going to be using him in, obviously, in Deadpool. Yeah. But I think that has, that'll be kind of the helping and deciding... Thanks, <laughs> um, yes, Richard. Uh, one, is no one like Michael sent me this text message. I was in the grocery store and I was like, looked at my phone and I flicked on it and I, cl- uh, I flicked up, you know, looked at the thing and I clicked on it and I was like, what is this? I thought it was like an aviation gin commercial. And. <laughs> Well, uh, Ryan Reynolds owns a gin company called Aviation Gin. He it's featured in that trailer or that teaser when he's pouring him a, a cup of gin. Oh, yeah, you can see it in there. And Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds actually did, I think, back during the pandemic, did like a commercial for each one of their like products. I forget what Hugh Jackman's was. It was like a whiskey or something. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, but I clicked on it and I verbally was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, while in the middle of You're a grocery welcome. store, like, like to, yeah, thank you. Like, I snipped myself. Like, I literally did. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. Like, I'm just super hyped for this. It, it, the reason why I butted in, though, Jeremy, is I think it's going to be a buddy cop, multiversal, like, People bitched about uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, how it wasn't a multiverse of madness, how it was literally like two universes. Like, yeah, he he <laughs> fell through one, and we saw like 12 in a row real quick, but they didn't spend enough time in it. Everyone's thinking that this will be, because at the end of Deadpool 2, you know, we see he uses that weird time device to go to like uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine and all sorts of stuff. So... The rumor is that this is a buddy cop movie with Deadpool and Wolverine jumping around the multiverse, eventually maybe ending up in the MCU. Um, I, I think that would be fun. Like I said, I, I'm I am excited to see. I think their their characters will, will be fun to watch, and you know, obviously Ryan Reynolds being Deadpool there, and just I, I mean, I think it's going to be a be a lot of fun. But yeah, yeah, I mean. 
I, I had something I thought I was going to say, but <laughs> obviously that, that goldfish took over. No, <laughs> like um, maybe it's in your cup. Yeah, yeah, well, I just <laughs> take another sip of that cup. Okay, maybe, <laughs> maybe you'll just, maybe those good Brie Larson vibe. I'm surprised you didn't have a mug made that had Brie Larson's face on it. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> that, that was the other thing I was thinking about doing. Like maybe like on on the back side, back here, have her face. I might have to do that. Get my wife to print. She has a cricket. Get it printed off and like I'll stick it on there. <laughs> so that way I'll be looking at her. Everybody else can see the Captain Marvel sign. <laughs> it ain't right. <laughs> no, no. Okay. So when I first saw the news, I was happy because Ryan Riddle's Deadpool, I love, absolutely love. He, to me, there's no other person that could be Deadpool. Like he is Deadpool to me, just the way he delivers his lines and his sense of humor. I love it. Uh, Hugh Jackman is like, honestly, the one and only Wolverine we've ever got. And he's been amazing since he came on the scene. Like he has stole the show as Wolverine, even in some of the most garbage movies. He's still the best Wolverine. Like, oh my God. Nobody yes. would never want, honestly, another Wolverine. So I, you would think I'm ecstatic about this. And then I got to thinking with this, it's going to set us back that much further from actually getting a new Wolverine, somebody else to come and take the mantle. It's going to hinder that even more. Honestly, what I want and what I've been saying since the damn movie came out, and that's Prey is which is the predator prequel is the the young lady that played the lead role in that movie sign her up as x23 and let's get this shit rolling because she is fucking amazing she looks on point as the character like i just want that like give me that i and i want a gritty dark movie with her as well like i want her cutting motherfuckers left and right <laughs> 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 yeah, no, uh, one of my notes that I wrote down was, Michael, how do you feel about Hugh Jackman returning after the events of Logan? Because you brought up how you didn't want, you know, Robert Downey Jr. back because uh, it takes away from that scene. And Logan obviously has this heartfelt thing. But I, th I feel like you kind of answered that. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. scene freaking makes me tear up, makes me want to cry. Yeah. The same, the same as me seeing... Um, Harold Ramis in Ghostbusters Afterlife makes me tear up and makes me want to cry. Um, Logan, the end of that movie, and it's because I watched it with my oldest. Yeah. That shit makes me want to tear up and makes me want to cry. Yeah. Because, like, I, I don't know. It's, it's that whole father-daughter thing, and it's just yeah. like, fuck me. Like, well, damn it. I, look, I don't even... <laughs> I don't even have kids and I tear up when Lo like when uh when Laura like grabs him and says daddy like I'm just like <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, um my other question was you brought up I believe a while back, maybe it was when we were wa uh, talking about WandaVision, I can't remember. Anyway, that there was some kind of Fox deal where I think maybe it was during Multiverse of Madness. Anywho, there was some kind of Fox deal that they couldn't <laughs> recast any of these characters until 2025. Yeah. That lines up with uh, having Evan Peters back as Quicksilver, Patrick Stewart as Professor Xavier, 
and then now Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. So back when you were talking about wanting to have Laura in, at like X23 as our 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 Wolverine for the MCU, that may be why they're doing this. Like in other words, until 2025, we won't get any mutants other than like ones that haven't been featured in the Fox. So 2025, I think, is the deal with the Incredible Hulk and Universal and Namor, honestly, too. But the the Fox deal, from my understanding, is that when they absorbed Fox, when they bought Fox out and stuff like that, they also bought out every contract. And so they could not recast any character that had still had a contract like with Fox. Like all they still absorbed those contracts as well. Right. And so they couldn't recast those until those contracts were up. I don't know that there's a time limit. I don't know that there was a, a 2025 or I don't remember that aspect. And maybe there was and I just forgot it. Yeah. But that's to my understanding, that's what the deal is. And that's why they can do Evan Peters as Pietro. That's why they can do Patrick Stewart as Professor X and Hugh Jackman as uh, Wolverine. Brian Reynolds as Deadpool because they want to keep those actors as those characters, okay. at least for those movies. Gotcha. The last thing for me, anyways, I don't know if y'all caught this, but John Krasinski retweeted that tweet with the Deadpool teaser, and he asked, wait, is this our movie? Yeah. So, <laughs> really? Is, is he <laughs> implying that he's coming back? Like, my head immediately went to, oh, this is going to be a multiversal movie. And that's how they're able to pull in Hugh Jackman as Wolverine before the events of Logan. And then when I read about Krasinski tweeting that out, I was like, is he going to be another like multiversal version of Reed that they go uh, go and see? Or is just Krasinski fucking with some uh, uh, <laughs> fucking with us? Um, to me, it sounds like that more than likely, but it just kind of made me wonder. I don't know if y'all had heard about that. No, I hadn't. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for contributing to the conversation, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw the tweet. Uh, honestly, like, I saw it and I wanted to freak out a little bit, but at the same time, like, to me, it seems pretty clear John Krasinski will come back as Mr. Fantastic at some point in time. He just might not be the MCU Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. And that, like, there's so many people that just throw bullshit out there as far as like them. So you've got Krasinski throwing that tweet out there. You've got Simi Liu, oh. the guy that plays um, Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he tweeted out to the lady, Chloe Benedict, who played Daisy Johnson, a.k.a. Quake you know, about doing something, you know, with the Marvel stuff or whatever. And so that's kind of been swept under the rug as well. Uh, somebody else, uh, the guy that played uh, Robbie Reyes has tweeted out things about coming back as Ghost Rider. I don't know if it's just wishful thinking or what it is, <laughs> but like there's been lots of lots of actors and stuff like that tweeting things out. And I don't know if it's to get attention or if it's to like drop cryptid clues. Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I got you. So. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to actually contribute a little bit. Um, I, <laughs> Good. I mean, I, I think it'd be, I think it'd be cool. Like, if it was, uh, I mean, if it was something, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I, like, I would, 
I guess he, it would be cool to have him as the Mr. Fantastic. I don't know. It seems like he may not, but yeah, I, I don't know that it would be anything worthwhile to follow down that little rabbit hole. <laughs> I feel like if you make John Krasinski's Mr. Fantastic too big, he either has to be the MCU's Mr. Fantastic or he has to be the maker. And I don't want to see him as the maker, honestly. Like, I I, I think it'd be cool to see him portray a, a bad guy, but not the maker. I don't I don't want that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I don't I don't want the I don't want Krasinski as maker. Um I just think it would be funny if if anything, it's a one off cameo. Like they're hopping through the multiverse and Reed's like, hey, Deadpool, you know, whatever. And he's like, fuck off, John, or uh, what is it, Jim? <laughs> Since he's Jim from the office. Oh yeah. How bad are people gonna be pissed off if the if the Wolverine is just a quick cameo? Like no, in X Men first class or whatever when fast uh, days of future oh yeah you talking about when <laughs> they go to talk to him and he just goes fuck off yeah <laughs> yeah yes, I, yes. It, it won't be that because i think i think ryan one ryan reynolds and hugh jackman are like pretty good friends but uh Seems that way. i think ryan reynolds wanted uh, all along for deadpool 3 to be deadpool and wolverine and then Logan came out and he was like, well, shit. <laughs> mm. um, and uh, yeah, so I think, yeah, this this will not be just a one-off thing. Ryan Reynolds knows what people want. Like, he was the one championing, like, Deadpool all along. I still believe that he's the one who leaked that, like, test footage back in the day that came out before Deadpool was actually a thing. Oh and yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm pretty sure it was him who leaked it out. But anyway, I absolutely do not believe in my heart of hearts that Wolverine in a Deadpool 3 movie, possibly the last Deadpool movie we'll get, I don't know for sure, it, he'll just be a cameo. Yeah. I I agree. I just want to throw that out there to trigger somebody. So <laughs> <laughs> The other thing I wanted to mention, do you think that this could be potentially a prequel to Deadpool? And the reason I say that is in the very first Deadpool, within the first scene of that movie, he's like, oh, it's you. You want to know how I got my own movie? Well, I had to go tickle somebody's from down under named Wolverine or something like that. Like he makes a Wolverine reference <laughs> and him being from Australia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In that movie, like, yeah, especially uh, if they're jumping through time or the multiverse, like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, that could work. There, there's so many possibilities that they could do it with it being a multiversal slash time travel. Like, once they introduced that, it opened up a Pandora's box for Deadpool to yeah. basically do anything, go anywhere, uh, which I'm fine with because, like, Deadpool's ultra like meta breaks the fourth wall, does all sorts of stuff. Uh, people had theories that Spider-Man No Way Home, the events of that, it could be what brings him to the MCU. Like, in other words, Deadpool knows that Peter Parker's Spider-Man because he can break the fourth wall. And, like, he's like, oh, no, you know, I read comics. And he pulls out, like, a Spider-Man comic or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that's a that's an interesting take that the third movie's a prequel. Fuck No Way Home. All that was was a fan service movie to sit there and have all three Spider-Man in one movie to make bukus of fountain dollars. That's all that shit was. It's not gonna. It's not making any kind of implications whatsoever 
to any multiversal bullshit. It was all just a, oh, look at what we may do. And then they pull their zipper <laughs> yeah. back up. And that's it. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. I mean, it was. It was nostalgia bait, the movie. I mean, you, yeah, oh yeah. once again, our listeners, go back and listen to our review. I <laughs> I feel like I tore that movie to shreds when we were doing that because I was bitching about a lot of weird plot holes in it. But anyway. Yeah. <sighs> okay. When I will well, say also on now, on this one, like it was, I, I actually got something right. I actually like caught it first. <laughs> I think Michael's dying. You okay over there, Michael? <laughs> <laughs> I think Michael did a spick take. Remind me what you're talking about. That I released that the uh, they postponed a movie oh, from February yes. to September. Yeah. And that it was, you know, guessing that it was going to be Deadpool. And sure yes. enough, this one's supposed to be released hey. September 6th. So I didn't realize that. Look at you, Jeremy. Woo. <laughs> awesome awesome alright I guess we'll get in the meat and potatoes of this unless y'all got some other things you want to talk about uh, I'm good She-Hulk episode 7 titled The Retreat or Retreat whichever one I'm so we'll get into that in a second <laughs> alright real quick synopsis freaking uh, seems like the abomination has, has possibly lost his tracker or, or or morphed or whatever so they roll up to his property that all his wives has purchased him. He's got this nice, like, big piece of property that's gated. We meet some new characters, and he's, like, counseling all of them, essentially, to become positive influences in society. We learn that Josh is a prick, and uh, <laughs> that means more than one thing. And, yeah, that's pretty much the episode. So, well, meters. Jeremy, where are you at on this? Uh, I'm whelmed, pleasantly whelmed. I thought it was overall. I thought thought the episode was kind of kind of fun. I mean, it. I mean, just seeing uh, the uh, abomination and Jen, like just that whole like trying to push her through all that. Um, and their little little circle meeting circle thing that was that was pretty funny. And uh, the reason why it just has me whelmed is because they did the same thing. Like what we talked, we were talking about last week, where he just showed interest to get to her, and same thing that happened in Miss Marvel. So freaking let that storyline or that plot go. Let's move on to something else. <laughs> <laughs> but but you're saying whelmed. You're still whelmed by the episode, though. Yeah, like I said, yeah, whelmed to pleasantly whelmed. Like okay, kind of teetering there. I would be pleasantly whelmed if they hadn't done that plot. Got you. Okay, Richard, what do you got? Um, I was pleasantly whelmed by this episode. This um, this episode feels very like a sitcom episode. Like they're <laughs> clearly going for a sitcom for this series. Yeah. This is the most situational comedy that they've done so far. Like, oh, looks like Jin got stuck at some weird, you know, supervillain retreat. And let's see what the stuff that she gets into. I love all the, like, <laughs> truth circle nonsense with all those characters. That shit was so funny to me. My wife had mentioned that it felt like almost like a girl and her, like, catty gay guy friends, like, talking to her about relationship problems. And, yeah, like, that That absolutely is what it felt like. Um, just real quick while I'm able to talk about it, the, uh, the run times, I've been doing all these run times. This actual run time is 26 minutes. 
38 seconds. It's our third longest episode so far. Ugh. And the average runtime has now bumped up to 25 minutes, 31 seconds, and 429 milliseconds. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Richard. Thank you. Yeah, fuck this episode. I'm so underwhelmed. I don't give two shits about this episode. I they were trying to do some character development on Jen, and no, no, no. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I agree with you, Jeremy. They're trying the same fucking tropes again, just like uh, mind control and whatever else I've talked about in the past. No. No, I don't I don't like it. We even we've even sat there and like we get the wrecking crew who is kind of a joke of a team anyways and then mm-hmm. we also go ahead and shove them down the shitter with at least the leader anyways of the wrecking crew, not the leader, the Hulk guy, but you know, <laughs> the wrecker. Yes, the wrecker. Thank you. But yeah, I no, fuck this episode. Um no, underly whelmed. Completely, utterly, underly whelmed. <laughs> I mean, I figured from the tone, there's, there's no yeah. shock there. <laughs> I, I don't understand why. Like this, you guys like Big Bang Theory. This is just a Big Bang Theory episode. Like the guy that wrote this episode, uh, Josh, no, what's his name? I have it written down. Give me one second. Uh, Zeb Wells. He writes for Robot Chicken. He's an actual comic book writer also as well. Um, this just feels like an episode of Big Bang to me. Like, just replace She-Hulk with, like, fucking Leonard or Sheldon or whoever. (laughs) (laughs) I think when I go to watch Big Bang Theory, like, I know, like, I'm there to watch something funny. And, like, it's this, like, episode tried to be funny, but was just not. It was never funny to me. Like, there was nothing I ever remember chuckling at or what. I got so like I don't know how many how much time we wasted on no signal scenes in this like that I did not need honestly like it but it was for the laugh that's what it was going for it was going for a laugh of like how look how far she's having to travel to get a signal kind of thing and then where it takes her to I just I don't know I I like I said they, they tried to be funny it wasn't funny to me the characters that they've brought porcupine and man bull love. <laughs> and uh el aguila yeah yeah el aguila or el and aguila is how they say it on the show what was the other one um so, so saracen yes saracen like they're they're never they're not going anywhere nothing's ever happening with them either so it's like okay, what I mean, they're they were D-list villains, anyways. Yeah, but still, like you you've built your damn universe on like B-list heroes. Like, don't just wash down the the even the the stupidest of villains. Like, you can always possibly do something that would be amazing with them, and they could be just something funny too. That's fine. Like, it'd still be amazing. Yeah. So I don't know. It just. Very lackluster for me. And then I, I, the ending bothers me as well because, you know, we find out again, Josh is a prick. And I'm like, how did he get the blood? I don't understand. I don't yeah. get it. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. I, the, the, the Josh stuff, like at the very end, it was like, oh, look, we called it. Like the, we saw that coming from a mile away. And then he clones her phone 
takes a picture, which should wake her up, I think, personally, <laughs> and then text hulking, hey, in emoji chat, hey, I've got her blood. And they didn't show us that. And I was like, when did he get the blood? Mm-hmm. Did he just like grab like, is it just DNA they need? Like, do you grab like a hair off the pillow or a comb or brush, whatever? That part was dumb to me. Uh, I, I was just like, what? Takes his condom with him? Yeah. Ugh. That's gross. (laughs) 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 Well, see, that was my issue too. I mean, because I mean, for me, you know, in the in the the was it the last episode or the one? What? Yeah, last episode where they showed the they showed the needle, and so they were show like prepping you to say like, okay, they're going to use this to get her blood, but he doesn't use it. And also at the same time, I would think if he did use it, she would have woken up from that. I mean, that was a huge needle. So it's not like it's gonna like just like roll over from just being stabbed from that. Like she would probably hulk out basically. And you know, so I I didn't I didn't get that either. I didn't I didn't like that. Cause that's just yeah, it didn't it didn't make sense. I, I agree there on on that one. Yeah. I think one of the reasons why some of this shit's not making sense is Remember back, like I've told y'all a couple of times in the episodes, but these episodes were out of order the original time they were released. And I think I was thinking about it on today because also just kind of a a slight tangent onto, I'll get back onto the blood stuff. But uh, this episode, we see she has a a suit that fits her as Jen and as She-Hulk. She's wearing a purple suit and it's when she's texting Josh about something, I forget. But anyway... She's wearing a purple suit and it fits her nice as Jen. And then later on, you see her, she's in a meeting and she's wearing that exact same suit as She-Hulk. Not in a meeting. I think she's when she's talking with Nikki. Regardless, anyway, it's fitting her at the same time. <laughs> and then those other episodes, it, it didn't. So I think these episodes are way out of order. And that's why, like, even though she went to Luke and got the all the outfits and things like that, that that episode technically took place before she met Luke. You know what I'm, you know what I'm trying to say? Am, am I making sense here? And this blood thing, you give me a confused look, Michael. What, what's wrong? Well, because you were saying that she had a suit where it fit her both as Jen and as She-Hulk. Yes. And, and you're but saying, I'm saying that, this whole this whole blood thing, I feel like that episode, like that part of the Luke, uh, not Luke, the Josh thing was just tagged on like after the fact. You know what I mean? Like this episode was intended uh, to be... The, uh, I'll just go to my notes real quick. The retreat was first was supposed to be the second episode. It was supposed to be the second episode of really? the series. Yeah, I'll, I'll go back through it just real quick. Um, a normal amount of rage was supposed to be episode nine. So our first episode was supposed to be episode nine. Our second episode was supposed to be episode four. Our third episode stays where it is. It was intended to be three. It was three. Episode four, Is This Not Real Magic, was supposed to be episode eight, second to the last episode. Mean Green straight poured into these jeans is episode five. It's supposed to be episode six. Just Jen was episode six. It was supposed to be episode seven. Now we're on episode seven, the retreat. And like I said, was supposed to be episode two. Yeah, but if you have the first episode supposed to be in the last episode, like like the first episode that we see, if that was supposed to be the last episode of the season, right? then like, you get her origin story and everything like that. And at the end of that, you get the Titania battle where we first meet well, Titania, which causes the beef with them 
damn it, I keep hitting it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know how you feel. I hit my mic all the time. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think some of this stuff was added on after the fact. Like, they went and cut, like, stuff can be done in editing. Like, that Titanic yeah. fight could have been in a completely different episode, and they just cut it and put it in episode one. Got you. Okay, I see what you're saying now. That basically they're tagging stuff on either at the beginning or the end of each episode yeah. to make it the make the story as a whole flow, but like yeah. they still rearrange the episodes. Yeah, but then there's like little continuity errors within the actual episode itself. I okay. see what you're saying now. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. I I, I, I think what pisses me off even more, because like I I'm totally with you, Richard, on the whole like it could be her hair, it could be the condom, it could be a, a swab, whatever the case is. But like, he sits there and puts, I can't remember all three emojis, but basically one of them is a needle with like blood dripping on it. So like, basically, yeah. I, I guess it could mean blood, but it seems like more of a shot because there's so emphasis on the sh- the needle and the shot. So it's like, that's what you're thinking is that he somehow had to have given like taken drawn blood. Yeah. And then they go out of their way at one point, which was really weird where Saracen in their little group chat, Saracen mentions about how like maybe Josh wanted her blood. And there's a specific shot that cuts to Wrecker. And he says uh, like, Oh, uh, what does he say? Oh, not, no, not that. And it, it, it seemed like they were like, I liked it because I thought maybe the villain, like as soon as she changes back from uh, She-Hulk to Jin, I was like, oh, all these these assholes are about to jump her. Like I <laughs> yes, really yes. thought that was yes. about to happen. And it didn't. So I liked that they kind of tricked me there because I was expecting that. But at the same time, I, they should have had a scene with Wrecker mentioning like, hey, listen, we were trying to steal your blood or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. Because like when she goes to shrink down, I'm like, you're sitting next to fucking porcupine. Like he has got needles all over him. For God's <laughs> sakes. Could have put one of those needles as his where he could just jumped on her and then there you go. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I fucking love porcupine, man. Uh like I yeah. love when he takes the mask off and they're like, oh God. And he says, like, what? Am I ashy? <laughs> That's so fucking funny to me. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. That was funny. And the little little scene at the end, the like the drawing of him taking it to the cleaners. I thought that was pretty funny yeah. too. Yes. Yeah. Where's the QR code in this thing? Like what what does it go uh, to? What's the Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. So the QR code starts basically at the beginning of the episode. Timestamp is two minutes, thirty-one seconds. It's when Jen and Josh are on their first date at a taco food truck. It's kind of in the middle of the uh, like middle left, it's right next to like a chip stand. It's really hard to scan. I tried to scan this one because I was like, can you even scan this? Because it's in the dark. Um, it's like right to the left of one of the guys like waiting for food. But anyway, the reason why it's featured in this episode, it takes you to a copy of the 1959's Tales to Astonish number 48, which is the first appearance of... Alexander Gentry, a.k.a. Porcupine. Yeah, yeah. Cool, okay. I mean, that's kind of, that kind of shits on the other guys, like Man Bull and... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm going to go in, like, I love when he's like, because I thought he was Matador, and I love that he's like, I'm not a Matador. And he's like, you know, if we, with us fighting, that would be pretty cliche. (laughs) Like... (laughs) 
That is so fucking hilarious to me. I like. I don't understand why y'all. I don't know all the manbull stuff and how they were like codependent and like like they they were just what like. I, was I was saying like no, nah, I I didn't say I didn't like this episode. I just, like I was pleasantly overwhelmed with it, except for the fact with the whole Josh thing. Yeah, I look. I'll I'll give y'all Josh like that. That's so that's played out at this point. We've yeah. had it done multiple times. Not to mention, we were all like the moment Josh shows up, we were all like, mm, he's he's kind of sus. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like all the the man bull, uh, El Aguila, Porcupine, Saracen, like that shit was so fucking funny to me. Like I love when he says like to man bull or something, he's like, I did some light matadoring and in college, of course, and at the end of the credits, we see him doing the light matadoring. <laughs> just fucking in the hallway. Yeah, it's so funny. Yeah, I, I like that. That part kind of cracked me up too. And then the whole like, just I like that it was kind of putting more emphasis on the whole. I guess things getting damaged by other heroes or villains or whatever. Just like her, her car. I mean, just completely smashed, and she's like, "What am I supposed to do with this?" And yeah, no, there hasn't been any kind of resolution because I mean, it's not like they. Gave her their gave her you know their insurance or anything like that to be able to pay for it. She's just towing it back home. See what happens. <laughs> Apparently, like Jen is either all Jen or all She Hulk. Like she can't do an in between because I'm sorry. Like if I was standing on somebody's porch and I had to like cock my head over to like stand in there, oh, yeah. and like well, I could transform myself, I would shrink myself just enough. You know what yeah. I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> While we're at that scene, he's talking about how he got zapped by an electric fence trying to, whatever, protect his favorite chicken. (laughs) Is anyone curious? Because, like, during the trailer of She-Hulk, like, back when, before it came out, we saw Abomination in that, like, wooden shed, like, as Abomination, wearing clothes and, like, high-fiving a bunch of people. We haven't gotten that scene yet. I'm wondering, is he lying? Because El Aguila, at one point, you know, when they're they're talking about, like, we need to kill Josh, and he pulls out his sword, he's like, today, we ride! And, <laughs> like, lightning shoots out. And they said lightning fried the the inhibitor or whatever it is, the, the ankle bracelet. I'm wondering if, like, Blonsky was trying to get El Aguila to, like, do something to short circuit it or something. Huh. I could see that. That that would be interesting. Like I'm still I am still like uh as as funny as I found like the group circle and the hurting for the yurtin and all that nonsense. <laughs> like I feel like he's hiding something. Like he's still suspicious to me. I'm I'm yeah. holding him at an arm's length. Yeah, I mean I, I wonder if like Blonsky's got his own kind of like underground fight ring going on and that's why he's got all these people there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, because we didn't see the wives either. Where are those wives? Did he murder yeah, them? Right. Are they Are they the chickens? Did he like turn them into chickens somehow? <laughs> <laughs> what about, if it's not multiple men, maybe it's multiple women. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. Another mutant. <laughs> um, just real quick while we're also like just some Easter eggs. The tow truck at the very end of the movie is called Slot Towing, and the driver for it is named Dan. So it is a reference to uh, Dan Slot. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> One of the comic book writers for two, the 2004 She-Hulk 
He even tweeted out, he was like, well, I'm glad the MCU version of me has more hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I heard that everybody was like, hey, did you see Dan Slott on there? And I was like, I, I like thought about it and then I quit looking. That's funny, though. That's that's great. Yeah. Jen's watching The Great Muppet Caper. It's a great movie. I don't know if anybody loves The Muppets. I love The Muppets. I love yeah. that. Yes. I thought that was a great little. It also was kind of invoking like how she felt with Piggy <laughs> like pulling on those bars at that moment. I was going to say, Piggy was hulking out. Yeah, exactly. So one of the things that I want to go on a rant for a second, since we're, we're nearing the end of our episode, the parole officer mentions they don't have enough resources to send a squad of uniforms to go with him. <laughs> and I immediately was like, well, if damage control wasn't around <laughs> like trying to murder... <laughs> Freaking Comron and Bruno, maybe they could send a drone over there and check on Blonsky. I'm just saying, like, like, and we know, we know, because we've seen it in the trailer, that damage control shows up at that gala. We've seen it in the trailer. So I'm going to be, I'm just warning our listeners now, I'm going to be triggered on that episode when they show up because they couldn't get off their fucking asses to at least go check on Blonsky. They're busy. Yeah. Hey. They got to keep people behind the yellow line. They can only, you know, they can't allow people to come in and in monstrous forms. Like, <laughs> they got a security thing they got to keep down, man. Like, they're too busy looking at Pugs collecting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they had a breach here, like, you know, during Miss Marvel. So, hey, they got to tighten up. Yeah, that is true. Maybe that is what they're doing. <laughs> Checking out their sewer lines somewhere. Like, what, what happened here? <laughs> That's great. Uh, the last thing is the Jen breaking that fourth wall when the wrecker comes in and she's like, wait a minute, did they do a, a previously on? And she's like, yeah. no, never mind. We're doing it again. Previously on this guy that I love that scene because that is the most she Hulk comic book that it's ever felt like most of this show is her just looking at the camera, talking to us, but this was actually, she kind of like manipulated the format of the show. Yeah, And I wanted to see more of that from this series because like in the comics, she'd be like, oh, I'm running late for work. And she would just like grab the edge of the panel and like rip it and then walk into her office. And she'd be like, phew, I'm glad I made it in time. <laughs> like th there's cool stuff that they could play around with the format of actual, like the medium of television. And they just haven't done that. And this was the closest that they've ever gotten to it. And I, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. I think maybe they're, they're like... I, I want to come off the cuff and just say maybe they're limited to like what they can actually do. Mm. Like I like what they did here. I I think that was great. But like as far as you know, your example of being able to see somebody rip something off a panel, like that's the equivalent of like a a quick jump scene, like in the the court case against Titania. Like she goes from the bar of oh my clothes, and then the next thing you see is her there, you know, at uh, Luke's. Yeah. So. I, I wonder just if there's just a limitation on like what you can actually do in video compared to comics. But I agree with you. Like I would like to see more of that kind of stuff if people had ideas that actually work. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like I said, I, I don't have much else to say about this episode. I, I, I We got two episodes left. Uh, of course, Daredevil's going to be one. You've got, we might have been dicked around with the whole abomination walking around giving people high fives. Like that could be a whole nother Hulk in-game kind of thing, or or not in-game, but uh, Infinity War kind of thing. I, I doubt it. It just seems like a, 
a lot to go through on a TV show, but again, Feige's a liar, so. <laughs> He's a damn liar. He's a damn <laughs> liar. He's a liar's liar. Um, That was the other rant I wanted to go on to. Why show us she, uh, not She-Hulk, why show us Daredevil in the She-Hulk trailer, like, before the series came out, before the series came, ugh, before the series came out, they showed us Daredevil. Then they tease us, like, the sixth episode or something like that, like the middle episode. I forget which one it was. It's the, the, the Drip Broker episode. Yeah. And then they keep waiting, like, by the time Daredevil, Daredevil shows up, I'm not going to be hyped. I'm just going to be like, oh, thank God, Daredevil's finally here. Yeah. <laughs> I think they would have had a bigger reaction from us had they said nothing and we got just the helmet tease and then people would be like, oh shit, are we going to see Daredevil in the series? Or is that just like a nod to like, hey, he's coming back. You know, we got him in uh, No Way Home. We got Fisk in Hawkeye. Like, you know, he's coming. And then he shows up for an episode. I guarantee you, I would be on this podcast going like, holy fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's just kind of goes into stuff that we've talked about before of like, you know, this whole phase is having problems and having issues and the, and the fan base is having problems and having issues of being impatient and trying to actually just enjoy what we have. and. I, I do think it was like Marvel trying to be like, oh, look, like we've you've got the potential of there being Daredevil and there being a Matt Murdock case. And y'all go speculate, go talk on your podcast and and tell us all the things you think you want to see and all the things you want to hear. And and then all the people that want to hear that kind of stuff, they're going to listen to your podcast. And <laughs> So you're saying we got played. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because Feige's a damn liar. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> yes, he is. Yeah, I just, I think they used it. I think they used it to sit there and sell us product. I mean, as a commercial, it's what all good commercials do. They sell us product, so that's what they did. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I agree. Like, as far as I think, it would definitely have been a lot better doing it the way, like you said, Richard. As far as not showing it on the trailer and that type of thing, but yeah, unfortunately, I, and I with this one, I don't know. It's necessarily being like impatient about seeing about what we can get but it uh, you you put an expectation out there on it by putting it on the trailer so i mean now it's it's time to own up to what you you put out there instead of just keep teasing everybody and then you're going to get them all pissed off about it well i mean the expectation was we're going to see daredevil in this series in one way shape form or fashion yeah that's what the expectation is they still have two episodes to uphold to that expectation of we're going to see him. We got an added teaser of essentially why he's in town because he's out of Hell's Kitchen and that's not a norm for Daredevil, honestly. So, like, they still are able to go off that expectation. It was us as fans that were like, fuck, we could see him in a courtroom scene. How awesome would that be if he teamed up with Jen? Or how awesome would it be if they sat there and they were like, doing counter suing and this that and another with each other or you know what if they teamed up against frogman or like it was us that was you know pulling all the other bullshit out like they just sent us a thing of him flipping over something and then turning over his right shoulder like that was it <laughs> like yeah you know so like the expectation honestly should be a 30 second clip of him 
Like that could that could be it. That could be all we got, and and that'd be it. That'd be done. Daredevil kicks Frogman's ass. He says, "All right, Jen, he's yours," and then he leaves. Be Moon Knight all over again. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean that's my point. Is like, I don't know, like. Just don't. I they shouldn't have revealed it. I think they thought people weren't going to like this, and they were like, "Hey, here's Daredevil," you know, like here's yeah. uh here's something that you like. Um, I agree. Which, that's that's what I was saying. Ooh, a piece of candy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and that like that's the thing that irritates me is like I like I think I don't know. Anyway, we'll we'll talk about it on the final episode or something because like this series, I think had the potential to be something great. And they've just yes. just dropped it. Like they just had butterfingers. Like <laughs> they just dropped and it smashed everywhere. No pun intended. <laughs> just dropped it and Hulk smashed everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh everybody, what I do want y'all to know is that come Halloween, October 31st, we're gonna have a special review of a book called Witches. Issues one through six by Scott Snyder. The the writing is by Scott Snyder and the artwork is by Jacques. Pretty dope series. So if you are interested in this book, you have time to go find it, to go read it if you haven't already. Amazon sells it. Uh, I just bought my copy. I think I paid under $10 for it, brand new, and had it shipped to my house. So uh, if you want to sit there and not have spoilers for the book, and read it and then hear our review of it. That's coming out soon. Uh, if you want to know whether or not it's decent or good and you want to wait to buy it, then uh, wait for our review and then you'll know. So, Ooh. at least our opinions. Well, no, ours are ours are fact. Fact! <laughs> our opinions are fact. Yep. <laughs> our, our, our well meter, that, that's what is all, that's the basis. <laughs> that's great. Oh, all right, Jeremy. Where can they find you at? What you got going on? Uh, well, they can find me on Twitch under the handle Night Fury GTO. It's Night with a K. And you can find me here. Cool. Richard, where can they find you? What you got? Uh, you can find me on Twitter. My handle is Night Curry. Night like day and night and curry with a K. You can contact us directly. We have a Gmail. Our Gmail is comicallycomicspodcast at gmail.com. And you can check us out on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram, all underneath the Comically Comics Podcast banner. Awesome. You can find me on Instagram and eBay at 22 underscore comics. You can also find me on YouTube at 22 comics. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did making it. With all that being said, say goodbye, Jeremy. Bye, Jeremy. Bye, Jeremy. Bye. That's good. That's real good. Oh man, how many hours a day have you been wearing that mask, Papa? What, am I ashy? No, no, no.